I just want to do a quick shout out to, uh, I guess, our, our partners. They're not really sponsors, whatever you want to call uh, Gecko's Media, our pimps in the podcasting business. I like that. Yep. I'm your pimp. Yeah. Yeah. That's going in the app Gecko's Media represent. <laughs> so Gecko's Media is pretty cool. You should definitely check them out if you are interested in making podcasts. That's it, Tim Gecko's Media. We make podcasts. <laughs> uh, no, we are a collection of, of different startup podcasts that are all starting off together. It's an awesome community of, of new podcasters coming together and helping each other out. And they are all joined together at geckosmedia.com where you can get the complete collection of all the podcasts on the network. And soon you're going to see Hammer of the Gods on there too. Pretty exciting. For sure. So if you uh, are a current podcaster, want to get into podcasting, whatever the case may be, check out Gecko's Media at geckosmedia.com, right? That's it. We try to keep it simple for them. Are you a fellow dice dragon looking to add to their hoard? Are you never satisfied with the amount of dice you have? Athis Onassis here. If you're looking for great quality handmade dice, then we have a couple wonderful shops for you to check out. First is Critical Hit Creations. They have their own website. Also, Desired Effect Dice, who has an Etsy shop, and we'll have links to both in the description. These shops are 100% backed by Athena and have the Athis seal of approval. Bloody! I'm gonna go listen to Hampod! I think that's an excellent calculation. Hello again, Ham Fam. Dungeon Master Rick here. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hammer of the Gods. And this time around, we have a special guest. Due to the way that we recorded things, and also the fact that it has been, as you probably know, a giant pain to edit and get episodes out sometimes, uh, we actually recorded this last year. Um, so this was our very first guest, who... Unfortunately, due to real jobs and stuff like that, is just now getting to come out. But we are very excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Last time on Hampod World, to the tune of Lemon Boy, we went to the Basilisk Lair, but there was no one home. Walking through the dark, holding on to a rope together. We fought, but it wasn't easy, but no one died. And now we have ourselves some Griffin friends. Good job. That'll work. Okay. Helping slay the basilisk with my axe, we've got griffins and eggs to take back. Who are you? I'm Athis. Oh, Nassus. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, everybody... Gave themselves last names, even though they were not common in anywhere at that time. Which is fine. Like, oh, I I'm didn't not... know that they, we weren't supposed to do that. That's okay. Well, it's like, I mean, like I said, it's fine. But, like, Plato doesn't have a last name. He's just mm -hmm. Plato. I got mine from somebody who was popular then. Mm. That actually did have a last name. I just did a Triton. Is it M-A-Y-E-R? 
like Oscar? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why would it be? Because it's the second name. Well, Mathis is my baloney, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely full of it. Baloney has a first name. No, just the second name. H E H I S. And I think to myself, what a wonderful guard of the city. Because <laughs> I am part of City Guard. Oh my god. Yep. Wouldn't it be, I'm a wonderful guard? No, I don't feel that way about myself. Oh. Okay, so, everyone, our guest, River. Hi, River. Hi, River. You want to say a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so I run the Riverside Scribe podcast, uh, which is an informational D&D podcast that's on bit of a pause at the moment uh but uh i guess during I, i've run my own campaign and we're using it on discord and there's six of us scattered on the earth from scotland to california so oh, wow. time zones are not our friend oh, wow. <laughs> uh discord likes to cut out every now and then which makes things either really hilarious or <laughs> just awkward because you don't know someone said anything and it's like, right okay, Am I the only one in the game still, or is everyone else still here? <laughs> um, but yeah. Thankfully, Maybe we've I, thankfully sorry. we've not really had that problem. It's just usually okay. we all start talking and then have to figure out who's going to go first. <laughs> There's a lot of side traction. It's gotten better. We're, yeah. we're more focused than we used to be. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind, well. kind of. Ish. Ish. Okay, we're still drunk and stupid. Yes. <laughs> So, whoever wants to go next on introductions of the three of you? I guess I could go. Alright. I'm Sephrin Wavestrider, a Genasi Ranger, uh, who is no stranger to danger. Excellent. Nate, Dan? Romanus is glad to be back in the city where he hopes to get both shitty and hopefully see some titty. <laughs> Alright, Dan. Beat that. Gil is glad that they bamboozled the bumbling basculus revealing a mighty flock of soon-to-be gigantic galloping griffins. Yeah, not prepared at all, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what a shithead. <laughs> Okay, so to recap briefly, uh, last time you guys fought the Basilisk and kicked the shit out of it in, what, like two rounds, basically? Yeah, my, that crit did a lot. <laughs> yeah. We had two crits, right? We had two crits, yeah, actually. Did you? Mm-hmm. I think I critted on it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I critted on it. Romanos some... is... Uh... Well, then you hit it with a... Uh... I'm trying to remember. Was it remember. There's the axe. It's two... But the fact that yeah. I had to steal everyone's time. <laughs> I, I came prepared with a whole bunch of these. 
That was amazing. All the yeah, ones. Nate with his 10d6. Well, it's because I used a second level spell slot. I'm like, well, I'm and, like, you, and you crit, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, okay, I want to actually do a little bit more damage, and then, oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Nate with his crit on his guiding bolt. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, you, you guys made short work of that. Um, and then we ended the session with you guys on your way back to the city of Mida. And so we're going to pick back up. Um, Couple days later, at least, with you guys in the city and Athos. I know you had mentioned a couple of episodes ago that you wanted to check out the market. Mm-hmm. So we are going to pick back up. Um, is everyone going together, or are we splitting up? Like, what do you guys want to do? Because you guys have been in the city for a couple days, so I'm not splitting up from anybody. <laughs> You've seen too much Scooby Doo. You're damn right. We're definitely Shop. hanging out in the market. But if somebody would like to go separate, they can. Don't talk about Nate like that. He's right here. Romanos can do whatever he wants. I'm having a feeling nobody wants me here, so yes, I will go off on my own. Uh, <laughs> You're uh, we kind of like the guy. Kind of. <laughs> Begrudgingly. Yes, fine, I'll go off on my own. You don't have to. I mean, I'm just, we're just fucking with you. <laughs> You're welcome to shop with us. Come with us to the market. This was the actual conversation prior to the market. <laughs> Jeez. Edgy Zuko no, over here. Yeah, Edgy no, no, Zuko no, no, over fine, here. Fine, no, I'm, I'm going off on my own. Screw you guys. <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> and Nate's on with the campaign now. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so. <laughs> no, actually, what was it that we needed? We needed a bunch of components. Yeah, I, I gave you guys just. It was a vague list yeah. that they didn't give you anything. I didn't give you anything specific, but. It's... I would like to search for Nate, are you actually going off on your own, or are you going to break grudgingly? I'll act like it, but then just follow behind. Just be like, wait, I, I, these guys may, n- might know where they're going here. So, so, so you act like you're leaving, but then you stalk them. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, if it was anyone other than your sort of friends, it might be a little creepy. But <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? I now? still think it's creepy. Okay. Well, you don't know. So. Um, Athos and Jonas and Gil, as you guys are searching this market, uh, trying to find these components that the witches had sent you after, you see kind of a commotion off on the other end of the market. We should go investigate. I would definitely go. I would definitely go investigate. Yeah. So. The three of you head off to investigate what's going on. And you find a, a gathering group of people um, kind of circling around this uh, river. You were green-skinned, right? Yes. Okay. This uh, green-skinned individual. And Jonas, if you want to roll an insight check. <laughs> Nat 20. Nice. Damn. Okay, um, you recognize a water ganasi. 
recognize like not you don't you don't know the individual but you recognize him as a member of that race you don't see very many of them they don't have like any cities of their own um they don't really gather in any place together but here and there you have met a few and you you definitely can tell you know although he is similar in appearance to a triton as far as you know skin tone and things like that um and is somewhat aquatic he instead of being scaled is just green skinned Smacking her on the shoulder. Look! A Genasi! Okay. Is this one of your people? No, but they're really cool, and you don't see a lot of these guys around. Okay. That's very neat. Yeah! (laughs) Is there anything I should know about them? I just thought it was cool and thought you would want to know. Okay. Cool. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome. Gil, any commentary? I've never seen a Ganassi, so I'm, uh, to me, it's, but I have traveled a lot, so to me, it's just another, another person. I don't really, I'm not too worried about it. Right. Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to comment on what Jonas was saying at all. I couldn't really hear Jonas. <laughs> Fair. It's because I'm short. <laughs> Jonas isn't that tall. Well, he's tall, he's tall for a Triton. He's like five ten or something. Okay, yeah, you're still a lot taller than Gil. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gil. Aren't you five foot? Yeah. Like the opposite um, of real life, you. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it in front of me. It's right here. Yeah, five. Yeah. On the dot. So, River. What uh? What is Sephram doing? So right now, Sephram's just kind of uh, trying to to look for some help, but he's he's being bombarded by questions of, oh, why are you green? Uh, a lot, I guess, local ignorance as to what he is, and he's trying to, I guess, noticeable frustration on his face. Um, he's he's trying to to get a message across to people, but they keep asking, oh. Breathe underwater. Why are your eyes look like fish eyes? Why are you green? Uh, why do you smell like seaweed? Like all this, and he's he's trying to get people's attention. And he's trying not to be rude, um, but his blood is starting to boil a little bit. He's, sure. he's frustrated. Sure. And Jonas, you you can see this. Like you guys have approached a little bit, and you can hear these belligerent questions and kind of through the crowd you can see this Janasi getting pretty frustrated oh geez Hathis we, we gotta go help this guy I think I think he needs something I walk over to him I, I'm like pushing Jonas through the him. crowd <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on hold on to be fair why is he green <laughs> you can ask him when I get there <laughs> I stumble through the crowd and kind of almost trip when I get up to him. Hey, buddy, do you need some help? Ah, finally, someone who has 
the right question, or at least something that's not like, why are you green? <laughs> Which, how, how many times have I asked, been asked that? It's not the point right now. But yes, I am looking for help. I've traveled a long way, and I am looking for actual help. All right, well, what kind of help? Maybe we can we can make something work. And uh, a quick note, that is Jonos the Triton. Okay. So, uh, is there somewhere nearby that might be a little quieter without everyone around here murmuring and gawking? Hey, Gil, do you know any places we can go and, and talk that's a little quieter than here? Bro, I don't even know what city we're in. Hey, we're back in Mida, where they oh, originally yeah, met go. you. <laughs> Party <laughs> city, baby. Woo! Let's go see my homeboy, Elias, with, with his peace pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas to welcome us with open arms. <laughs> Jonas swallows kind of nervously the thought of going back to see Elias. Jonas kind of got his ass handed to him a little bit by this NPC because every time that he would like try to interact with him, he would just he, he's a way of the drunken master monk and so he would okay. just like flip him around or pin his arm behind his back and just kind of made him look Bad. <laughs> Did he try to kick him and like? I think so. And he totally like I totally whiffed or some bullshit. But also, other than Athos, is there anyone you have not tried to kick? And Nicholas. I don't think you Nicholas is my Jonas. boy. That's why. But yeah, okay. I don't know that. No, 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 no. Only, only the little fuck, uh, fucker. You know? it's, it's, it, it, it's only reserved for well, and Sergio's and Gil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right on that. Like short people. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it, just uh, Although he's, you know, one of your hoofy boys, you still don't like him. Yeah. He's <laughs> too short, that's he's what it is. Loud, but... oh, yeah, for a Minotaur, Nicholas is weirdly kinda quiet. <laughs> Unlike real life John. <laughs> Alright, so so, Gil, you lead them back to uh, your old haunt. Let's go. All right. You lead the way through the city. Romanos, are you still following behind the ways? Yeah, I'm following behind, but I'll eventually, I think I'm going to finally catch up to him and just be like, I don't know if, if I'll just say then as I'm finally catching up, I'm just like, you guys really just had to make a new random friend. <laughs> <laughs> you just, Why? <laughs> wait, 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 like, we already know, I feel like, half the population of, like, many villages right now, you know? It's like, why, you know? I mean, he clearly needed help, so I'd fight for those that cannot fight for themselves. Do we know who this is? We do not. <laughs> Hopefully we will soon. Great. You know what? Our stupidity's gotten us, uh, gotten us, uh, in better places, uh, in worse places, so, uh... Fine, we'll go from there. <laughs> actually, come to think of it, uh, I don't believe Sephram has actually introduced himself. Um, no, that's true. Uh, so yeah, by the way, I can I can hear them talking. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm Sephram Wavestrider, and uh, as much as I'll say out here in the streets is that I am a um, simplest way to put it is a scout for Poseidon, and take care of odds and ends, but uh, to the nature of what I need help with, uh, 
I'll wait to discuss when we're in a more uh, quiet location. Let me guess, it's going to be in a back alley with no one else there, and uh, that's very dark, and we won't be able to see anything. Got it. Let's go, guys. Great idea. <laughs> hey, good campaign, guys. Let's start again. <laughs> oh, great podcast, the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Round two, fight. So, Gil, you lead the way back to your uh, former hangout, and find your buddy Elias just seemingly passed out, as per usual, on one of the benches. That sounds like homeboy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I guess I could try to wake him up, or or I could look for that sweet, sweet peace pipe that he has. <laughs> okay. I got a seven. <laughs> for your sleight of hand? For uh, perception. Okay. Uh, I mean, or it's not. Or whatever it be. Yeah, it, it's not very well hidden. Uh, so you you see it. It's pretty much just laying on his lap. Hmm. <laughs> Feels like a trap. But uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just slide it in. Let me see if I can take it. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. That is one of my proficient skills. Thirteen. Plus three. Sixteen. Okay, that's not bad. Let me uh, roll for Elias. <laughs> that is very uh, condemning. That's not bad. It's not good enough, but it's not bad. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I was still getting my dice out, so I was really just stalling. Okay, so you managed to slip this pipe out from under Elias's hand without waking him, seemingly. Achievement unlocked. Smoking the halfling's weed. <laughs> now that you guys have made it to this, uh, this tavern is pretty dead this time of day. It's pretty early. Um, Elias kind of looks like he may have just slept here all night. Jonas guides everyone to a table in the back, far away from Elias. Okay. <laughs> I'm not convinced that Elias isn't the owner of this bar. <laughs> he definitely pays the light bill. As we get to the, Which is the table in the yeah, back of the yeah, bar, the I just I, <laughs> I just look at everyone and I'm just like, so did we literally just come all this way to swipe drugs off somebody and get high in the back of a bar? <laughs> no, we're gonna hear this guy's. Don't judge me, horse boy. Why we get high? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, it's good. I mean, fair, but. I mean, we could have listened to, you know, the local drunk, you know, probably with a similar story, so. (laughs) Well, the local drunk is the guy that you just stole drugs from, so. That's true. Oh, all right. Another one, you know. I prefer borrowed. Oh, yes. Because you intend to give them back? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing with you on the stealing part of it. I've done many a pillaging of not my, uh, you know. You know, in many of my past, but I was just saying the the current situation, what we could have done. But yours is at the end of a mall rather than, you know, broad daylight. You got me there. (laughs) Okay, so. I'm sitting at the table. Yeah, so you guys make your way to kind of the back of this tavern where Jonas has led you to a table far away from Elias, who is loudly snoring. 
Go ahead. All right. So, as I said in the street on the way here, I'm Saffron Wave Strider. And uh, yes, I am a water genasi. And uh, that's why my skin is green, if anyone is wondering, like everyone else in this little town. Um, but yeah, so basically the long and the short of it was I used to be human. Sailor wasn't too bad at it. Uh, ship did not fare so well. Uh, and I was starting to sink to the bottom. The rest of the crew, I'm assuming, was doing the same. And uh, basically Poseidon, I guess, was in need of some more employment and offered me the deal he would activate, I guess, the Genasi gene. So I guess there's a genie down the lineage somewhere and uh, would save my life in that fashion if I do odds and ends for him. So, you know, it was that or die in the crushing depth. So I chose yes. Uh, not fully regretting it yet, but <laughs> we will see what happens. Um, but yeah, so I mostly keep an eye on things in the coastal regions uh but recently the undead have been crawling out of haiti somewhere in the bottom of a trench so i thought um you know what's a few little stragglers who you know not where they're supposed to be should be able to take care of them there was more than a few and i uh scuttled my way out of there as fast as i could and i need some help getting them back i don't know where they're coming i don't know how many there are uh, and before anyone says this is an underwater problem, uh, they will come to the surface in one form or the other. So either someone helps me now or this becomes everybody's problem in a short period of time. And I don't know if anything else is following them either. Excellent. So. Okay, so first off, let me, let me go back and reiterate something here. You, you said you're part genie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so does that mean that you can grant me three fishes? <laughs> I start elbowing Athos because I think it's really funny. <laughs> Athos is just shaking her head like, "Oh my god, this guy." <laughs> Pass me that dank shit. I ain't dealing with this fucking sober. <laughs> I'm a nature paladin. <laughs> It is all natural. Exactly. Okay, so as you guys pass this pipe around, what do you think of Seferin's story? Jonas, just like, wow, a true servant of Poseidon. It's such an honor. He grabs his hand and just starts shaking it overexcitedly <laughs> up and down. So Jonas is SpongeBob when he first meets a mermaid man and barnacle boy. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I hang out with Poseidon, so we and I look around looking for any large amounts of water in any spot. Satisfied I don't see any. Uh, you know, it's not like we chat all the time. He sends me little messages. I do his bidding. And, he sent you messages? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he does. Wow. This just sounds like the cutest relationship between you and Poseidon. <laughs> just like, like here's a little seahorse with a note. Hey, uh, can you do this for me? <laughs> just kind of look over my shoulder for water again. And, um, 
Mm, you may find it cute, but it can be a real pain in the ass when he's like, go over here, go find this, go do this. <laughs> but likes the Lico key details either because he doesn't deem it important or he's getting some sick thrills out of uh, out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, it keeps life interesting. And every now and then he reminds me of my place in the world by having something pull me a little bit deeper and I just almost forget that I can actually still breathe underwater. So, yeah. It's an entertaining life, I guess. <laughs> wow. Well, it would be an honor to help. Don't you guys think it would be great? Uh... I wonder if it's related to my vision I had the other day. Your vision? Do you remember that? My oracle vision. So, River, we'll uh, we'll just pretend like you don't hear this. But okay. just to recap, Athos had a vision uh, whenever her eyes rolled back of basically two shadowy figures entering the underworld, um, knocking out Cerberus somehow, and capturing Hades and Persephone. And imprisoning them. I will say, if you're asking us for help, what is it in it for us? Well, along the way to this, uh, and besides the obvious benefits of doing a good deed and not dealing with who knows what crawling up out of the sea, uh, ships full of wonderful little treasures often sink along the way, so I mean... I also have an item that will allow those of you who cannot breathe underwater uh, to be able to do so. So feel free to pick up all the wonderful gems at the bottom that are normally out of your reach. All right, I'm sold. Do you mean gems metaphorically or literally as I twirl my rings around my fingers? (laughs) Uh, Both. I guess I didn't do a personal inventory count before I came up to the surface, but uh, it's all sorts of shinies down there. You know, Dan, for some reason, I just I pictured Gil playing with his gem-encrusted nipple ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was going to say as he twirls his nipple ring, but I was like, I don't, I don't know how that works, so uh, <laughs> maybe not. It, it's doable. It's no, doable. It squeezes it like uh, the water boy assistant ring. coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the recurring references. Stepbrothers and Waterboy. Yes. (laughs) That is what this whole campaign is. Just references to those two movies. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's every day, though. So I'll help you. I'll go. Just be wary that even if I can breathe underwater... Uh, sinking is another thing. <laughs> True. Uh, but this item, uh, it'll, it'll, as far as my understanding, and again, Poseidon doesn't give me the clearest of messages, uh, it was basically, here, take this, have them touch it, they'll be able to help. So I'm guessing you'll be able to walk uh, without constantly floating upwards. If we created water, could you ask him for more details? Uh, he seemed rather, I don't know, preoccupied or not caring. And at this point, since I haven't completed the task, I'd rather not kind of summon him in, in a sense, uh, without results. But 
I do get this. I'm fairly confident you'll be able to just walk and breathe. Okay. So basically, Poseidon is not texting him back right now. <laughs> yeah, he's leaving me on red. So. <laughs> I feel that. I've been left on red by Daddy many times. Meaning Daddy Aries. Just to clarify. Don't change his name to Poseidon. <laughs> oh man alright so um, are you guys going to do anything in the city before you head off I would like to look for like a map area. I think we should sell these griffins actually yeah well so we'll, we'll say that's something we can sort out later because you guys had been here for at least a couple of days we'll say that's already been dealt okay. with um, but somebody said map. Okay. Ooh, I was going to get, um, I need to get some copper wire and then also some, actually it wouldn't, it wouldn't help underwater. So yeah, just copper wire. Well, if you were asking for copper line, so, I'd worry that you were going down to Copperhead Road. God damn it. <laughs> hundred pounds of each to copper line. <laughs> All right, so, Athos, what kind of map are you looking for? Just of, like, the immediate area. Like, this area and, like, I don't know, within to the next surrounding towns or so. Okay. So... Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, go wait. Ahead. Mr. Go Greenfish, which, which direction are we going? Where, 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 which direction do we need to go, Mr. Greenfish? So, so we need to go to the Bay of... Uh, Manassas. It's deep in a trench there. Yes, yes, the Bay of Molasses. I've, I've been there several times uh, in my travels across the, the globe. We don't need a map. We, we can go by memory to the Bay of Molasses. <laughs> yeah, I second that. Is it because you guys got lost last time? Yes. <laughs> yes. That wasn't my fault. Yes, it was. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Romanos, what is your passive perception? Uh, plus three. So, or actually 13, I'm sorry. Uh, 13? Yeah. Okay. 13. So, uh, as you guys are talking about this map and debating whose fault it was or wasn't, a voice from directly behind you says... I could probably help you out with that. I'm a little bit startled at first, but then I like look quickly back around and I look to see who it is, you know. Uh, you find Elias perched on your back. My boy. <laughs> All right. I'm... Now you fucked up. <laughs> now you fucked up. Boy. Now you fucked up. I throw Elias a cowboy hat that I don't have. <laughs> um, I know where this is going. Yeah, we're doing a. You know what? If I he won't... holds on for eight seconds, he wins. <laughs> yeah, no, we're doing a buck at least minimum. Okay. So roll a strength check. Yeah. Thirteen. Okay. All right, so you do throw him off, but, ooh, okay. Um, 
so you buck him off, and in doing so, he kind of lands awkwardly on your very ass end of your, uh, is it your flank, I guess? Sure. I, I don't, I'm not, Zach's not here, he's the horse expert. Um, horse butt. Yeah, that, so yeah. The, very, <laughs> the very end of your horsey ass. Um, and kind of lands awkwardly with all of the breath just coming right out of him as he lands. And he says, oh, that hasn't happened in a while. I guess I deserve that. You're going to get down right now. Otherwise, uh, the mallet's coming to your face next. No, I, I was saying, like, you bucked him and he hit oh, your ass. Like, hey, hey, uh, was, okay, never mind, yeah, never mind, never mind. As he no. was hitting he, the He's ground. on the ground. Okay, yeah. never mind. I thought he was still on. Never mind. I, yeah, it's okay, okay, never mind then. And I just look back at him, just, but I guess I'll still say, it's like, you're lucky it was just that. I could have taken a mallet to your temple. That would be tricky, but, you know. That's what Elias says to you. <laughs> hey, I got you off here, bud. <laughs> but, Did so. I hear map? <laughs> There's that cleric shit talking coming out again. Zip it there, bud. <laughs> bud. You're, uh, uh, you're not too far away from my mallet either. Zip it or he's going to send it. I'm going to fucking send it, buddy. Don't send it too hard there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Elias picks himself up off the ground and says, I suppose I could help. I do have a, a rough map of the seas. It's not great. The... uh the fish folk don't really like to share those things, but I have my ways. What do you want for it? He says, I don't know yet. Come back to me after this and we'll figure it out. Do I get the map first? He says, well, yeah, if you guys will come back. I know where to find Gil. He's not hard to find. I can hear him a mile away. I never sneak and hide from you anyway, Elias, baby. Gil, you're <laughs> out of the group. <laughs> Fine. I'll take it. Okay. Fine. We'll come back to you, but next time, how about this? You go and give, uh, give Gil a piggyback ride instead of me. I was waiting to see if Gil was going to say anything. Uh, I, was really, <laughs> I was just like, well, okay. Yeah, no, that, that's uh, the, the downside to not being able to see each other. There's no visual cue. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so, uh, yeah, no, he's given me a piggyback ride before. So. <laughs> yeah, Elias just kind of chuckles and stumbles his way back to the bench. All right. Yeah, like Alright, you got a minute. So, Gil, he says, ah, I knew you had it. Is it waterproof, though? You always know I have an old friend. <laughs> Starting off strong, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys are asking about whether it's waterproof, 
Gil is just sleeping on this bench, but you hear, it is. <laughs> in between snores. From Gil? Or not, sorry, Elias. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, when did I fall asleep? What the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, I'm narrating for you, Dan. You are now asleep. <laughs> what happened? What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too much of the hobbit weed. Maybe the drunk monk gave us a waterproof map. Jonas whispers to Athos, Do you really want to owe this guy anything? Yeah, I've owed worse people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Sephron, are you leading the party out? Uh, I guess, yeah. Okay. So, I know Romanos, at the very least, wanted to stop by the market. Um, if you want to just get it going quicker, just say I do. And right. I do no, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, Romanos, I would imagine you probably set well you probably set up some kind of this is where we'll meet in the city did anybody else need anything before you head out oh wait yes, I, need, I need a new instrument Oof. oh no your your instrument still works the uh rune is just cracked oh it was a liar right it was a liar yeah a liar dan did you take a griffin no, i don't like birds <laughs> Could we have dropped them off at like a nice little boarding ranch and come back for them, like like in Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> you started to make it sound like I'm sorry, hon. Uh, our dog ran away <laughs> to a farm. You yeah, know, the Griffins all went to the farm upstate. <laughs> it's one of those talks. So yeah, now they're definitely. Dead. Well, How about this? We sold all our Griffins except for the ones we wanted. We pawned them. How about that? The ones you wanted, you yeah. pawned? Yeah, we pawned. Okay, yeah. You want to do that? You know, because we can technically come get it back. We just have to pay every week before, you know, pretty much to have it be babysat. Yeah. All right, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I want to go with that. with that. Cool. All right. So, we'll say, Romanos, you have got your components. Um, but nobody else wanted anything? I'm just going to assume I got it in the market in the two days prior. What? Yet. I would like I to look for some holy water. <laughs> I mean, you or Romanos could bless water. Doesn't matter if it's salt water. Heck, we're going to be surrounded by water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bless right. the ocean. Um, <laughs> see if I can find any moon seed plants. Okay. And opalescent feldspar. Okay. So, I'll say that. Athos and Romanos are able to find the components that they need. Let it be known. Let it be known that I come out of the shop, you know, still very begrudged because, of course, I think the shop owner is fucking me over. <laughs> <laughs> I need a small parchment with a bit of holy text written on it. All right. So after doing some last-minute shopping and preparation, you all meet back up near the beach. So did y'all get shafted in your shopping, too? Yeah, fared okay. Just how I like going into battle. A little irked. I think that'll, <laughs> get, that'll gain me some advantage. Alright, so where are we going from here? The trench. The trenches. We're heading, we're heading to the, the Sea of Molasses. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Romanos then speaks up and just pretty much says, "So, Sea Ghost, how long is this? Uh, how long? Uh, how long is this uh, underwater breathable crap gonna last?" Uh, it's gonna last. And I reach into my quiver on my back and pull out a giant pearl. Uh, and it's got a faint glow to it. And hold it out. And it's like, all you gotta do is touch it. And since you're doing Poseidon's work, the blessing or whatever wish washy put on this thing to help you, it'll be good. All right. I gotta, I gotta get me one of those pearls. <laughs> Just out of curiosity. So I guess if we piss Poseidon off or piss some buddy who we don't know is maybe a higher servant off down there. Are we pretty much dead because we're going to drown? Because it's going to turn off? Oh, he should love you. He's a god of horses. Well, I don't know his exact will, but the last time someone decided to color outside the line, so to speak, when helping, uh, it wasn't an instant, oh, i got to kill everyone. Uh, I got sent on a bunch of stupid missions afterwards looking for random bits of sand on a beach. So <laughs> chances are within reason. Perfect. Uh, no consequences. That's what I heard. <laughs> Do you have a magic stone that will keep my fur dry? <laughs> uh, the only thing I was given was pearl. So yeah, that's, I guess, Dry off when you get back up here. You can go. You gonna get wet, hon. <laughs> All right. My Let's go. Hair is like sticking up now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it sounds like Gil is gonna be the first one to uh, touch the pearl. Oh, are we already at the Sea of Molasses? No, I mean you guys are at the ocean. Like, oh, we gotta swim there. Well, go on the bottom, I think, right? Uh, like, well. You'll find out. Fuck. Bro, I can polymorph into a dolphin. I don't even care. <laughs> okay, but for how long? <laughs> Probably not long enough, but I can do it. <laughs> the answer is 42. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm touching the pearl. I'm touching it. I'm touching this guy's pearls. Yeah, you are. You're fondling them, yes. <laughs> Mother of pearls. I'll fondle the hell out of that pearl. <laughs> The rest of you? Begrudgingly touch this pearl. <sighs> Stick my hand in like, fine, go team. I just imagine Athis like barely poking it with the end of her claw. Yeah, of my index claw. And you yeah. can hear a little yeah. ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Gil, you reach up and you're you're just touching this pearl, waiting for something to happen. Romanos comes over and touches it, and then with the little doink of the claw, <laughs> everyone who is touching this pearl feels these vibrations. And clearly, I mean the three of you are magic users. Actually, technically all of you are magic users of some sort. Um, you you feel this like magical energy washing over you and a sudden urge to be in the water 
It's like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just going straight you. in. What? Going straight into the water. I'm, I'm going. Okay. Right. Reckless abandon. <laughs> running straight in. Waves. Start running over just to the edge, but then of course, horsey instinct activates just a little bit, and it's like tries to just go a little bit, just tiptoe, and then I'm like, <laughs> nope, gotta go. And so I just end barreling. Alright. So as the three of you first touch this water, immediately you feel your legs start to change. And it becomes harder and harder to continue walking. This is what drugs are Hold like. On. Hold on. Something may right. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> <laughs> my blue light. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. If we're turning into fish, horse boy's gonna be a fucking whale. <laughs> <laughs> or am I gonna be a seahorse? That would be the ultimate fuck you. <laughs> Damn it, man. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> That was my plan all along. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, so as you guys start to struggle to continue to walk, the water does get deeper pretty quickly. And as you kind of flop limply into this water, each of you feels your legs turn into a type of tail. For Athos, just a regular fishtail. For Gil, uh, I mean, what would be what would be a goat I'm fish? <laughs> a walrus. It's a Capricorn. Wait, hold on. What's Gil? Well, I mean, you're you're a, you're a goat man. So, like, what would be the equivalent of a goat but a fish? A goat fish? Yeah. Probably a blob fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, oh, no, there's, there's a real fucking thing. There's a goat fish. Oh, I thought you said a blobfish. No, I did, but there is a real fucking goat fish. Is there? Yeah, it's like a little red fish, huh. and it's got like a little mustache, like a catfish, but it's red. All right. Yeah, Channel do that. Story, we could say red fish, blue fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you already said blobfish. That's confirmed in canon now. <laughs> I a group chat near you. <laughs> so... Gil, you you weirdly feel your nose start to change into this like blob, large squidward like nose, and your legs turn into also a fishtail. Um, and the rest of you look over and see that Romanos is now this very handsome looking seahorse. He still has his regular upper body. But his lower half, instead of being a horse horse, is now a large seahorse. Ain't that some bullshit? <laughs> seahorse looks just... good on you. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just like I'm just pouting, just like this is some major bullshit. I wanna leave now. I'm guessing we don't get a change back until we're done. So <sighs> Mom, I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to play no more. <laughs> These kids are mean to me. No, Greg, listen, I'm allergic to this. <laughs> All right. So, Zephyrin, you lead the way out into this sea. And 
along the way, you all pass, you know, obviously, schools of fish. Um, Jonas, you see some familiar-looking whales on the way. I, I wave at them and make some funny Ooh, noises. <laughs> they look vaguely offended. What did I say? <laughs> Must have used the wrong accent. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, there, is, there is straight up a fake animal called the sea goat that I could have been, but no, I got to fucking say blobfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you done goofed. Consequences will never be the same. <laughs> okay, so. So sad. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> Alright, so you lead the way out. And it, it does take a while. You guys have to rest a few times along the way, but pretty peaceful journey out towards this trench. Anybody gonna do anything on the, the way? Marinara trench? Yeah, it is the Marinara trench. How'd you know? The Marinara trench. I'll figure out how to swing, swim in a back foot. <laughs> Guys, I can loop. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Jonas is like the tour guide going through LA. Oh my say God. all the like weird and wacky and wonderful facts about cool things that he thinks about his home because he's so excited that his friends have joined him on an adventure underwater. Oh, oh, please tell us more about the underwater, Jonas. Oh my god, you, do you know this kind of this kind of seaweed? It only grows in the molasses sea because because see see and and well, that's that, that's cool fish over there. I mean, those guys are like ancient. You don't really see those in every other part of the ocean, but like then in, in this sector, they they have them a sp- specific school of of this otterfish, and then like he blathers on about <laughs> one thing to the next as they go on. Pretty much like incessant from yes. dawn to dusk. <laughs> like I you wake in, up and you're just immediately talking. I reach into my bag and I take out two candlesticks of incense and try to put them in my ears because I'm just like, this is some bullshit. Uh, we found our bard's expertise. <laughs> It's water. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew the Triton's expertise would be water? <laughs> All right. So, Sephron, you know that you guys are nearing the trench. And yes. within the day, you will reach it. Yeah, so I'll, uh, Sephron would inform them that basically we're, we're getting close to there within a day and to keep an eye out. Uh, for the undead or anything that doesn't look like it belongs down here. And it is, I'm assuming it's relatively dark uh, at this depth. Yep. Uh, so keep keep an eye out. Uh, I mean, chances are it's just shadows, but the closer and closer we get to it, trust the shadows less and less. So. And I will say that this pearl has granted everyone dark vision. It didn't do anything then. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Essentially, you're all on equal playing field at this point. 
Except you know I'm a fucking blobfish, but whatever. That's that's equal. That's equal. Do we need to have somebody scout ahead? I uh, I would not recommend uh, splitting up at this point. Uh, it's very easy to get lost. Even I spend a lot of time down here, and it's easy enough to get turned around. And I don't recommend splitting up right now. Saffron has also watched a lot of Scooby Doo. So I'll look at my owl and be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Can you what? I'm sorry, I was laughing too loud. <laughs> Do you think you know how to swim? Can you touch the pearl? So, River, uh, Athos has a mechanical, like a clockwork owl uh, nice. that allows her to sort of talk with Athena a little bit, uh, very, very cryptically. And so it, it just is silent. It looks very uncomfortable. Somehow, despite being inanimate, more or less, and just a, a construct, it just looks uncomfortable. Sephiroth, can, can you touch the pearl to my owl? Sure. So I reach into my quiver, pull it back out, and gently touch the owl with the pearl. Okay. So you touch it, and it just kind of clinks and the owl looks even more uncomfortable. <laughs> that didn't work. I'll put the pearl away. I'm just going to say this. You don't have to. I'm just going <laughs> to say this. Uh, your little owl bud there is uh, probably rusting from the inside out right now. He's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> He's magic. They don't rust. Salt rust is even worse. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he is bronze, so like... Oof. Double oof. It's not the sturdiest of metals. <laughs> okay, so so it sounds like you guys have decided to all stick together, though. Let's get one of those underwater fires in SpongeBob that, uh, for a while. We don't acknowledge we're underwater, and but then when we do, it goes out. Yeah, there's a really large pineapple and some mufflers. You guys don't know what those are in this world, but. <laughs> If they're, is this canon? Is there actually a pineapple? Oh, damn it, I was going to say, I'm going to go eat the pineapple. Ugh, there was a sponge in it. There's a nematode. <laughs> okay, so... You guys start to make your way kind of as a group. Um, are you... How, how are you guys arranging yourselves as you travel? Jonas will take up the back. I'll be closer to the front. I'll probably be following. I'm guessing uh, uh, River's probably up in the front, I'm guessing still, right? Yeah. Okay, I'd so. be kind of just ahead of everyone. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm going to be following behind you. Okay. There is such thing as a lionfish, too. Yeah, no, she said, oh, she uh, said a lionfish. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I was just picturing catfish because cat, but you know, you are more of a lion. Actually, short little side note I think lionfish have become a real problem off the side of Florida, hmm. off the coast of Florida. And so they literally, there's like a, a true season form where you can just sh- uh, get as many as you want. 
people will literally go underwater and they have these modified glocks that have a spear on the end of them yeah. to, uh, so, to get rid of them. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. very, very much. So, you know... But if you do it right, you can cook them. So, yeah, like so, so I, I realize that, like, everyone here but River is American. Uh, but, oh my god, how am I not surprised that Florida is that fucking American to just be like, yeah. let's have a gun and shoot lionfish underwater. <laughs> yes, with... Yeah, it's like, and I think Glock actually made a specific model oh a, 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 for that purpose. Like they asked them to. Would so it's you like, like a. Like to shoot lionfish? So it's yeah. like pew, pew, pew. the Glock forty, but it says lionfish underneath it. <laughs> well, it's got it's some sort of attachment to actually have it to where it'll shoot the harpoon and whatnot. Oh, so, it's, so it's not even like. A well, you gotta gun. load it each time. Like you gotta load in a primer and then like. See, yeah. Yeah. See me thinking Florida. I was just like, oh, they're going to find a way to shoot bullets underwater. I mean, I think it, is, it might be that, too. I could be wrong. Like, I, I just remember seeing, like, a little thing about it. it was, oh, man. You just be, like, do it like they do in Jamaica and just, like, blow up. Just, like, explode shit underwater. Yeah. And then just look at it. That's also, like, yeah, just this know. area. You know, but... <laughs> All right. So, anyway, we'll uh, we'll get back on track for a second. One second, though. That's it. Um, so you guys make your way towards this trench. Um, Kill, actually, where are you in the party? I am in the party. <laughs> so Probably it's somewhere between the first person and the last person. Excellent. So it, it sounds like Sephron is the first person, and you guys are more or less from what I understand, in kind of a line. Uh, especially since most of you are land dwellers, I can't imagine you would think too much in that, like, 3D underwaterness. Um, Just swimming V. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so, Sephron being kind of the, the lead, and then Romanos behind him, with Athos kind of off to one side. Like and one, two, one, one. Basically, it sounds like. That's what I understand. Okay. So, Sephron, if you want to roll a perception check for me. Uh, 17. Alright. So, you definitely recognize this area. Um, having been here before, you know not far from where you are currently is when you got overwhelmed by the undead before. So I kind of slow my, my swimming down and look back and say, you know, this, this is very familiar and we're getting very, very close to where uh, I made the attempt solo before. So I, I strongly, strongly recommend uh, be very vigilant and Keep your weapons close. We are fish. True. Uh, keep your teeth ready to go, I guess. Wait, we don't have our weapons. No, so so again, Romanos, you are essentially the mm -hmm. centaur version of... SU. I, I, no, no yeah. I, I so heard you. So you, you still have arms, 
And okay. yeah, Gil, you you still have arms as well. You're not a full blobfish. You just have oh, okay, like the good. Squidward nose and a fish tail. I'll take it. That's way better than what I, I was like. God, how are we gonna fucking do this? this is <laughs> yeah. No, that would uh, that that would be a little hard. These <laughs> undead were about to clap our fish cheeks. <laughs> hey, you were here for it. You were still committed. I'm always committed. 100. <laughs> all in, all the time. <laughs> So, you guys make your way into this trench. You, you'd been kind of like on the outskirts previously, um, and it. Go ahead, Nate. I was just gonna interject. Um, I was gonna have my the mall warding just out, yeah. just to, uh, just you know, just a preliminary to see, yeah. you know, absolutely. Know. So, Romanos, you hear horns. Very distant. And so I make it known to the group. Well, guys, I think we're getting closer to something because I'm, I'm hearing some uh, hearing some uh, danger uh, danger horns out in the distance. The battle music starts playing. Now, actually, granted, uh, <laughs> hey, Ghosty Boy, does uh, is. Would this, uh, would the water affect this, uh, differently, you think? Like, would they be closer than I'd think? Uh, they could be a long ways off. Sound travels and... Travels faster, yeah. Travels far. It could be bouncing off things, so... I'd say it's still ahead of us somewhere, but... It's hard to determine how far. So, he has a mall that is enchanted to... Basically, he hears the sound of horns whenever danger is near, and it starts to glow as it gets closer. Um, it's not currently glowing, and he's the only one who can hear the horns. So, letting everyone know that they're they're far off, but you do hear them. Do we want to follow the horns, or do we want to stay away? That's, I guess that's the next question. Saffron pulls his bow out of the quiver. And uh, says, well, if our thing's pointing us towards trouble, then we're here to find it. I say we head towards it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm down. I guess, uh, you know, I'm mad I got my sea legs now. But if I'm, <laughs> if I'm mad I got my sea legs, I might as well uh, use them and uh, use and abuse them, you know. <laughs> but Lieutenant Romanos, you don't got no legs. <laughs> Oh I God. know that. <laughs> so yeah, I like my battle axe and my shield out, and I agree to swim towards the noises. We turn tail and head toward the danger. Danger zone! <laughs> you can't see me down here! <laughs> Guys, us catfolk really aren't water friendly. Very oh, now you're a catfolk. <laughs> now you're not a land and you're a catfolk. Well, we're still cat folk, technically. Like, cat family. Oh, you think but centaurs I'm... are much better? Great. At least you have the correct appendages to, uh, to swim. I got a tail. And you have a tail now, too. You're fine. 
<laughs> I thought she. I thought she was. I thought she was saying, you know, like when we have our regular right. bodies. You know. Do you still have an actual tail, and your and your legs are tails, or did your tail turn into a tail? It all merged. It all merged. Yeah. I was hoping it I is one. A real tail. Two tail. I feel like this is the same kind of concept as whenever Seth was asking if Romanos also had a human dick and a horse dick. <laughs> like. Ask George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> no, they don't have centaurs. He, he would know. He oh, would yeah. Know. No, you're right. It's all about those flopping wieners. Wiener, 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 wiener. All right. So, Dan, we're, we're finally getting sued by George R.R. R. Martin. It's only taken us, like, 16 episodes, but it's happening. Really? <laughs> Damn. Oh, high five, guys. <laughs> Is there anyone... It'll be like 16 lawsuits later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, at this point, who have we not potentially, hypothetically, been sued by? Not so many broken. people. Hold on, let me check my Rolodex of... Uh, CeeLo Green? Not yet? I can change that. <laughs> Somebody starts saying at the lyrics, fuck you, during yeah. one of those songs. Wait, wait! Forget, uh, our, our bards need to get that going, you know? <laughs> Cause we'll be diving deep down in molasses bay and I'm a blobfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that gets some inspiration. Come on, you, you, you yeah, got it. yeah. You know what? I I will give you one die of inspiration, Gil, for that. I wanted to be something cool, but the DM said no way, and I'm a blobfish. And then and then you lost it. <laughs> No, you, you get you get one die of inspiration. <clears throat> Alright, so you guys make your way into this trench. And although you have dark vision, it does get significantly darker. You can still see, but you can definitely tell the difference. Color starts to fade out more and more. It's a very black and white scene at this point. Um, so... Around you, you see, obviously, the, the high walls of this trench. Um, small fish and eels dart in and out sporadically. Um, the life forms do become a lot more sparse at these depths and in this trench. Um, and Jonas, roll an insight check for me. Seven. What's your insight? Yeah. Zero. Oh, okay. So, surprisingly, even with a seven, as a triton, you know the sea well enough that something is off. And I, I'll, I'll say that, Sephirin, if you want to uh, help with that, I'll let Jonas roll with advantage. Sorry, um... Seven? <laughs> what? I got wait, wait, advantage. Or wait. Yeah, oh. no, she rolled seven both times. No, I rolled oh. a seven and a three. The seven one, oh. for sure. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying I that you rolled a seven again. Yeah. No, I got a three. Oh, okay. Harley, get back. So, seven is Harley, you don't need liquor. Go away. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't need wangs either. Why? 
just suck everything away from my dice for now. Okay. And you want one of these before I put them away? No, you're good. Thank you, though. Um. So. Again, even with a seven, despite somehow with advantage that being the best that would roll today, <laughs> the luck of the dice. Um, Sephirin, you you notice as well. So between the two of you, you you kind of make out that something is not right here, and the fish are all. The further in you go, they're all just avoiding this area. Do me and Athos see them get a little bit more distraught, or no? Uh, I. Let's see I, what they say. I have a. Hey guys, uh, kind of have a strange feeling. The farther we we get in here, have you noticed that there are the rest of the fish and eels and animals are uh, pretty much avoiding this area? So I don't really. I think we're getting close to something that's. It's not not right. Well, should as we go deeper, do you want me to cast light? All right. So uh, before we get started on anything, partially because you know I do want you to know about this, but also because they're uh, a partner of ours now. So yeah, it's a uh, Dravenwood. It's like Ravenwood, but with a D at the beginning. They make dice vaults little storage things. They're super cool. They can hold up to five sets of standard sized dice or like some Chonky Boys, you know, because we love the Chonky Boys. And they've got a bunch of fantastic premium hardwood choices that honestly, like half of these I've not even heard of. So sounds pretty exotic, pretty neat to me. Just follow them on TikTok. (laughs) Nice. I didn't actually, I don't even think I knew that they had a TikTok. (laughs) Wow, you're a great spokesperson. I know, right? I, I mean, so the really cool thing is like all of the dice vault lids can be used as like a rolling tray, not a drug rolling tray, but maybe. And then they can either have like leather or faux leather. And the really, really cool thing that like eventually I need to get around to ordering a custom one for myself is they can do custom laser engraving on the outside. But am I going to get a hand pod one? Absolutely. Hand pod. <laughs> So yeah, check them out at uh, Dravenwood. Like I said a second ago, that is like Ravenwood with a D at the beginning, uh, .com. And you can use code HAMPOD15 to get a 15% off. I don't know. I forgot to ask. Maybe it's supposed to be HAMPOD one and a half. So you get one and a half percent off. Or do we want to stay more hidden and take our chances? Well, the way I see it, we're going to stumble on it and maybe stay hidden a little longer. Yeah, if you cap they're going to see us, but we have a much better chance of seeing them. So, damned if we do, damned if we don't. Personally, a little bit more heads up probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Alright, well. I like to be able to see. I mean, you guys can still see. A little better. Yeah. Well, if shit gets real, uh, real, real, uh, uh, you'll maul here. will start really glowing. So then we'll know. That's true. So are you casting light or are you just preparing it? 
I mean, I would, uh, I could prepare it, yeah. But, uh, but I thought you said that the malls, like, glows when it gets It does, it's very, very dim, though. Okay, never. Uh, If you'll remember, it, it doesn't really light up anything other than that immediate area. Like, maybe a few inches around it. Okay. So you're you're gonna hold though until yeah. anything yeah. happens. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure. All right. So what do you guys do from here? Well, actually, I can speak with animals, so I could try asking one of the uh, nervous fish if they've seen anything, if they're fleeing anything in particular, or they're just kind of get an, an idea of why they're nervous. So you would you would actually have to backtrack a little bit. Uh, at this point, they're, they're pretty much avoiding the area oh, okay. where you guys have gotten to. Okay. Then I will... Like, how far back? Mm, maybe 50 feet. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for anything else then. Well. So I'd keep going forward. Okay. Everybody else yeah. kind of following Just along? Being yeah. more Further forward. As I take up the rear. Phrasing. <laughs> uh, well, do you guys want me to see if there's any traps, you know, as we go a little deeper? Do we want to go deep before I do that, or? You never know. There might be. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I just never thought about it. There's a real person, like not as Jonas. Like, I've never <laughs> thought about there being underwater traps. I mean, there wouldn't be mines like you would see today, but I'm sure. Or are there? Or. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. We're just playing Finding Nemo now. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> There's a massive submarine down there with warheads <laughs> still in it. Yep. Yeah, Romanos has to go touch the butt now. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'm just going to be looking downward, and I'll cast uh, fine traps. Okay. Um, so you cast your spell, and nothing. Does it does it like light up to show you where they are, or remind me kind of the wording of it? Um, uh, it said it would sense an area affected uh, by the, uh, by using the alarm spell, glyph aborting, or mechanical trap pit, but it would not re- reveal the natural weaknesses in the floor, an unstable ceiling, or hidden sin- sinkhole. Okay. So basically anything that is man-made, not a natural hazard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, you cast this spell, and your horsey senses do not tingle. You do not sense any traps. Alright. Well, keep going. At least nobody laid traps for us guys. So. At least for... I'll go behind him. Okay. So, you guys continue on into this trench, and Romano, suddenly your maul lights up. Like, went from pretty much dead to just bright. The brightest you've ever seen. 
Again, it doesn't light up very far, but it's visible to everyone in the party. Who is looking at him? Okay, we are getting close to something here, guys. Um, I would like to use my divine sense. Okay. And until the next, until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet of you that is not behind total cover. Okay, so you sense within sixty feet. A massive amount of undead. Okay. Guys, there's a lot of a lot of undead. And as you say that, hands burst from the sand beneath you. Skeletal hands reach up. Wow. Surrounding all of you. And these undead begin to lumber their way out from the sea floor. So let's roll for initiative. How about we? Okay. I got eight. Four. Oof. You got Nate? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, River and Nate, I need you guys to roll off. You guys got the same number. <laughs> 16. Remember you said you got what? Not 20. Nice. Jeez. Well, fuck me. <laughs> That's probably my best initiative roll. I still got fucked. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, mine's minus one, always, because my dexterity is awful. <laughs> Athos, what'd you get? Uh, 16. 16, okay. I think we established this. Yeah, I do not move well. <laughs> Except in a straight line. That's about it. <laughs> hey, rugby ball, Brett. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, forwards always run straight. <laughs> and if you don't, then we start yelling at you. <laughs> Not run anywhere else. Exactly. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, it's about to be seven seasons, so it's like. Oh, it's about it's about to change. Yeah, it's, it's about to change. Forward, forward backwards, right. lateral, diagonal. Somehow do a backflip. Yeah, backwards always gets me. Like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense in seven. No, it does because you don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. It's like. You say, and yet in sevens I still get tackled all the time because mm-hmm. I'm just used to being a forward. Run, get hit, go to the ground. Repeat. Piggy's games are so For fun. For 80 minutes. Piggy's games in sevens are so fun, though. Yeah. Because everyone kind of understands, like, okay, we're not that fast. So we're all let's, fat and out yeah. of breath. <laughs> so let's make this 14 minutes count. <laughs> Words that can apply to other areas of life as well. Somebody give me a Diet Coke. (laughs) And a cigarette. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) So, Jonas, you get to go first. I thought. His was on a roll-off. Oh. His was an eight, but then of the two, he got a 20. 
Yeah, no, that, that is the unfortunate of that 20 not really doing a whole lot. But he's still beat Nate, so... I'll take it. <laughs> I hate always doing This sounds like when Nicholas was playing. Like, I don't want to go first. I'll hold my action. No. <laughs> I feel that too. <laughs> I thought you said I will cast Bartender. <laughs> hey, Bartender. <laughs> That's the one that I was picturing. <laughs> River, as you can tell, you you can tell what we think about a lot, and it's booze. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Okay. And a 20 foot cube just below our feet. Okay. Um, I don't think I have. So it gets... They have to make, um, any, for any creature in that 20 foot cube has to make a dex throw, a dex throw, or be surrounded in, um, bright green lights, mm -hmm. and if it fails, that for the duration of one minute, it's, um, they shed light in like a 10 foot area, and any attack roll against them has advantage. Yeah, they definitely fail. I'm not even going to bother to roll. Undead have awful dexterity. They fail. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think if I'm if I'm grabbed by the ankles or whatever. You haven't been grabbed. Oh, like these, been these grabbed. hands, these hands burst. This is uh, not a repeat of the bone room. Okay, from so that the was hag. my immediate. <laughs> no, we we are not in the bone room of the hag hut again. I love it, the hag hut. Yeah. Uh, no, th this is more like. Um, what was the, the Scooby-Doo, the Witch's Ghost? Or no, not the Witch's Ghost. Um, where they're in Louisiana with all the, the zombies. Uh-huh. Um, One of the original good ones, right? Like well, not original. It was like the 2000s, yeah. Uh, no, that's what I, or I, I mean, when, I, when yeah. I'm talking about the Scooby-Doo movies, like that was like the yeah. golden era. Like, yeah, I Witch's like... Ghost and then this one. I can't think of the name now. Um, either way. I, yeah, I, I'm absolutely picturing that scene where like, all of the, the hands of the zombies just shoot up out of the ground. Jeez. Yeah. Picture that, but underwater. <laughs> okay, so, Jonas, anything else? I cast else? that and put my shield in front of me and kind of try to get in a protective position in front of the rest of the party. Okay. So you move up in front of... Well... Okay, well, because you were taking up the rear of mm -hmm. the, the line, so... Sidestep or something? Well, if everyone... But I assume, like, the undead were below us. Yes. So I just swim, like, a couple of feet caddy-angled under the party. Okay. I, I just... Well, you guys are all pretty much all along the bottom. Oh, so we were, like, walking? No, you're you're swimming along the okay. bottom. Yeah. I got my sea legs. <laughs> I got my sea legs. How many times can we make that joke in one night? Probably a few more. Probably a few more. Yeah. No, no, yeah, definitely. Don't definitely a lot more. challenge. Obviously. Okay. Um, are you doing anything else? Uh, probably not. Okay. So Athis, it is your turn. So, would it be 
direction to like bless the water around us to make it holy water? Yes. Okay. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> um, I would like to use my nature's wrath. Mm-hmm. And uh, to cause spectral vines to spring up, and uh... oh, actually, are there any of them within ten feet of me? Yeah, Can I uh, move? yeah. I mean, they're they're surround like there are so many undead around you guys right now. Okay, well, like some of the ones that's like closest to us, I guess. Okay. Um, spectral vines spring up. It has to succeed on its strength or dexterity saving throw. Its choice would be restrained. Okay. Let's see. Don't think their strength is great either. I lied. It's pretty okay. So. Okay. So these spectral vines come out of the seafloor and try to wrap around them, but just seem to pass ineffectually through them. I mean, it was a solid effort, it just didn't work. So Athos, do you do anything else? I'm gonna use a bonus action to use my daunting roar. And then any of them within 10 feet of me that can hear me has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. So. Or become frightened. So you let out this deafening roar, and it does not seem to affect any of them. So, River, it is your turn. I'm going to make an attack with my longbow. Okay. So, uh, and I'm going to fire, I guess, at the closest one to me. Okay. What is a eight? All together? Yeah. Okay. So... I, I will tell you guys, I'm using uh, essentially like a, a swarm stat block for this. Um, so you're, you're not necessarily attacking one specific one. It is just a, a horde that I'm going to have you guys fight. Um, so essentially like using the cleave rule of if you do enough damage, it'll take out more than one. Um, but unfortunately, as Sephirin fires this arrow, it just passes in between several of them, not hitting anything. Best to get the missed shot out of the way first, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Anything else? Uh, no, I'm just gonna kind of, I guess, backpedal a little bit. Okay. Maybe you'd use advantage because they Oh yeah, no, that's true. That's true. They do. You do have advantage. Oh. I forgot about that. So that's like ten rounds. Would, oh, sorry, go that ahead. That would have been 
would have been 14 then. Um, yeah, that does hit, actually. Uh, four points of damage. Okay. Four? Perfect. Alright, uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, I just backpedal a little bit. Okay. Maybe get a aim the next time. When you, when you say backpedal, considering you can move in three dimensions... I guess that I move upwards. Okay. About five feet. Okay, perfect. That was exactly where I was going with that. Uh, Romanos, you would be next. Um, so I see around, uh, around us, like, this is a true swarm coming around us already, like a pretty good swarm Correct. of undead. Yep. And, and what, was Can it I a 10 foot or 20 foot area, Jonas? It's a 20 foot. Okay. So the, the, Skeletons in about a 20-foot circumference of you seem to be ravers, you know, glowing bright neon green. Okay. I'm I'm gonna do channel divinity and do just round it. Cool, do it. Uh, what is your um, DC for them to resist? It'd be uh, wisdom, right? I believe so, yeah. Proficiency. With, uh, with so it'll be eight plus proficiency plus wisdom. Okay, so fourteen. Okay. Ooh, all right. So they uh, shout out to the three Cree. They did not pass that, and they're going to take some damage. Correct. Yes. Um. It's a little strange. I don't know if yeah. it's half damage on it because it's the first one. Um. I mean, uh, uh, otherwise, I mean, they're still going to have to turn around, right. like, not attacking us right away. But, or at least, it's anything that I can see in here within 30 feet mm-hmm. of me. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but I, I think it's Destroys Undead of... I can't remember what CR is. Um, uh, challenge rating, yeah. So, um, being as this is a horde, which makes it... I. I it will get a little fuzzy here, so I apologize because this is not going to be like the hard and fast. This is my first time rules. doing this. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're fine. That, I, I will say, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of on the spot making up some. This is how it's going to go. Um, so let's do 2d10 on the damage. Any modifiers at all, or no? Okay. Come on, baby. Oof, that's three. Yikes. Oof. Okay. So you you do manage to take out a few of them um, as you, being an Aries devotee, um, I would imagine as you channel Daddy Aries, you. Mm-hmm have this faint red glow about you that just bursts outward, kind of knocking them back a step. And you see a few of them just disintegrate, Mm -hmm. but you are still very much surrounded. 
Okay. Uh, okay, so how many of them then, since they still did fail, then they they pretty much are... They're turned around, I guess, right. so they're not, quote-unquote, paying attention to us, you know, for one minute until they take damage, you know? Right. So, so uh, yeah. essentially what we'll say is... Uh, is it 30 feet? Yeah, 30 feet. Okay. So, in the, the 30 feet immediately surrounding you and the rest of the party, um, they are more or less stunned. Like, they, they don't turn to run, per se, but they... Are just dazed. Like okay. they're they're in some kind of stupor where they're they're not moving, and they're just standing there. Okay. Um, with that, then I'm gonna do then uh, the war priest bonus action. Yeah. Then at the end of that, absolutely. And I will do uh, just swing my maul at a yeah, you know, a one unlucky bastard. So. Oh yeah. Eighteen. All right, that hits. So really, damage. That's for all your six, just so I don't have to get down with the other one. Yeah, doesn't matter. How do you always manage to? At least one dice bounces out yeah, every time. <laughs> Twelve. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, unless uh, that's just what I had written down for the yeah, wording. So, yeah. I mean, that's, oh. that's probably accurate. All right. So, you swing your hammer, and it crushes one, just again, disintegrating as you swing through it. You swing again, and it crushes. I mean, you. you Swing through several of them. And I'm just smiling all the way. I'm just like, yeah! It's, oh, even, it's even better when they don't fight back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that'll end my turn. Perfect. Alright, so after Romanos, it is Gil. And keep in mind, you still have your short sword that Athos gave you. Correct. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah. How close is everybody? How close is everyone to the undead horde? I mean, they are surrounding you guys. Um, you you probably have a few, like maybe five feet, separating you at this point because Romanos is just going around with the weirdest seahorse boner that no one knew existed, <laughs> smashing them. What shape is the horse stick in now? Find out in the comments section. Yes. Oh, yeah. It has been. Yeah. If I was, if I was to swim up, would I be able to see more of what's going on around us? Yeah, absolutely. Would I still be able to cast a spell if I swim up? Uh, it probably depends on the spell, but possibly. It's a level two spell. Uh, what would it? What's the? Like, what's the range? Is it a touch spell, or... Uh, ten feet within a point that I choose. Okay. So, yeah, if you if you swim up five feet, you are probably within ten feet still of some of the skeletons. 
Well, I mean, like, I can choose the point, and then it's within 10 feet of that point that the spell oh, takes then, effect. Then, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, I want to scroll up, and then I want to look at, like, is there anywhere that, like, there's, like, a concentrated amount of them, or is there anything that it's like, uh, what are you thinking of here, Daniel? Or, uh, what am I thinking? What am I thinking, bro? Look around. Like a leader? Like a commander or something? Kind of uh, like that. Roll an insight check. I mean, I know they're undead, but, you know. Right. Uh, 20. A nat 20? Yeah. Okay. Um, dope. So... You are scanning this horde, and none of them seem like they, excuse me, they, they stand out as a leader per se, but something seems to be almost pulling all of you. As, as you're looking around, all of you feel this, this pull in the water deeper into the trench, and you see this large shadowy form moving towards the party. Oof. Large shadowy form. And by large, I mean like 20 plus feet tall. 20 plus... Okay. (laughs) Yeah, not like D&D large, but large. Like we're fish. Yeah. So... (laughs) It is... B E G B. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Shatter at the at the giant dark thing. What's the range on that? Uh, sixty feet. Yeah, I'll I'll say it's within sixty feet. Okay. So, do you know what Shatter does? Uh, I would not be upset if you read it again. Okay. So, a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range, so within 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Each creature in a 10-foot radius of that sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. If the creature fails, it takes 3d8 thunder damage, or half as much on a successful save. A creature made of inorganic material, such as stone, crystal, or metal, has disadvantage on the saving throw. Okay, so go ahead and roll your damage, because they're going to take damage either way. Okay. Let me uh, try and remember which one the D8 is, because, you know, I don't ever use that one. It's the two pyramids ass to ass. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> two pyramids, one cup. Yeah. Those <laughs> plain range are getting very acquainted with D8. <laughs> a three, an eight, and a four. So, 15? So be... 15. Okay, cool. Give me one sec. I gotta do some maths. You're welcome. Did it hit skeletons or just the, the big guy? One sec. Do we need John to help you? No, I helped him pass high school <laughs> I'm just, math. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. John no. passed high school math? Because of me. <laughs> I, I just barely... I, think, I, think, I don't think they should have passed me, to be completely honest with you. They were just tired of my smart ass. They were like, get him out of here. Yeah, and somehow they didn't do that for John. I don't understand it. Because <laughs> John has charisma, baby. Charisma. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, Dan, I've met you. You also have charisma. That's where I dumped all my skill points. Yeah. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Gil, you cast this spell centered on this dark form. Um, and it, it does seem like you take out a number of these skeletons. And you see it kind of flinch briefly and then lumber on towards the party. Fellas, I think I done pissed it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do we know that something's coming at us or no? Oh, yeah, I should probably tell them, huh? Shouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, there's a big thing over there, and I just hit it with the lightning bolt thing, and now it's more mad, I think. More like a more like a thunderclap, but... I'll show you thunderclap. Yeah, you will. Thunderclap, that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in this direction. Perfect. I'm not saying that. That's gonna be my intro for the next for the next for the next Ooh. game. Spicy. I like it. <laughs> All right. So, Gil warns the rest of you of this this large form that you hadn't really noticed until he did point it out. Um, it is now the undead's turn. Mm. So, give me a second. Uh, what's everybody's AC? 18. 18. 13. 15. 14. Okay. So, let's see. All right, so Gil, you're going to take some damage. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> <laughs> Would I take some too? Uh, actually, no. Most, most of it did miss. So what happens is this horde makes its way slowly towards you all encroaching more into your personal little bubbles and they're just swinging wildly almost blindly and most of them do miss but gil arrows from further off in the horde manage to hit you and you will take shit i can't do math hold on 11 damage I'm unconscious. Are you really? No. Okay. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you're level seven. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just because you're naked and afraid, isn't it? Because I'm a fucking blobfish. <laughs> the blobfish with one HP. He did. Oh, he gone. <laughs> All right. So we are back to Jonas. I, I will say real quick, um, because, Dan, I know you're going to have to go fairly soon. We're going to go through one more full round, and then we'll probably call it a night. But how can I sleep not knowing what's going on with this creature? Uh, well, here's the thing. I have the audacity. Okay, Jonas, you go, and then Athos, and then so on and so on. 
essentially it's all happening more or less at the same time. Some of it will happen a little bit more before or after, but essentially every round all happens roughly at the same time. Okay. So we have gone through one round. Cool. So the fairy fire is still going. Correct. We cool. still have nine more rounds. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Just thinking about, like, that's a concentration spell, so what? Right. <laughs> Making sure I'm not fucking that over by doing something. So. Sure. Cool. Um, well, I would like to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. 15-foot um, cube. I want to center on the biggest bulk of the skeletons. Is it not centered on you? Um, it's from me, 15 feet. Okay. And, uh, cube. But I'm below everybody. No, um, so Gil and Seferin are above about five feet. Mm-hmm. Um, you were behind everyone. And I'm just swinging through the horde right now. <laughs> You're just swinging through the horde. Um, okay, so if I'm still more toward the end, then I aim it away from the party. Yeah, To center on as many as I can hit. That works. In that 15-foot cube. Yeah. Um, they have to make a constitution save of okay. 15. Uh, what happens if they pass it? Um, okay. On a successful save, they take half damage. Okay, so go ahead and roll your damage. Cool. Hate damage. Total? Total. Oof. Okay. Typical. Hi. <laughs> so, you, you cast this, and just wave, kind of surges through them and it doesn't seem very effective all right anything else Jonas? Nah. okay so Athis, it is your turn okay i'd like to swim upwards okay how far about 15 20 feet okay 20 um and then how far away was the big shadowy guy uh roughly yeah 60 ish like, it's definitely under 60, but 60-ish. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Moonbeam, like, around him in okay. a five-foot radius. It's a 40-foot high cylinder of a silvery beam of pale light, and it's a five-foot radius centered on that point. Um, the range is 120 feet. <clears throat> dim light fills the cylinder and when the creature enters the spell it spells area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain mm-hmm. and it must make a constitution saving throw um, it takes 2d10 on a failed save and half as much on a successful one okay radiant damage oh it's radiant mm-hmm. okay perfect And you said what was the save? I'm sorry. Uh, constitution. I mean the number. 2d10. No, no. The, oh. the number for the save. Um, It'll be your spell save. Yeah. It is 8 plus wisdom. Or actually for... 13. 13. Are you sure? Yeah. What's your uh, spellcasting ability? Charisma. What's your modifier? Plus 2. 8 plus 2 plus proficiency. Plus yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. That is my highest modifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Dragon's Dance did so good. They take half as much damage if they fail anyway. Out of the 2d10. Wait, they take half as much if they fail? They take 2d10. And you said, okay, so 40 foot tall cylinder, but it's only a 5 foot radius. Gotcha. 40 foot tall, 5 feet wide. Cool. Uh, I just wanted to clarify, because that that confused me a little bit. Do you want me to roll now or when he starts his turn? Uh, Just go ahead and roll now. I mean... If you're casting it directly on him, yeah. then... Yeah, like, just, like, center it on him. Yeah. Take a beat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's nine. Okay. So, after Athos would be Sephron. All right, I'm going to uh, actually back up this time uh, ten feet opposite the direction of the shadowy figure. Okay. And then I'm going to uh, fire an arrow right at it. Okay. That is 20. A natural or dirty 20? Dirty. Okay. <laughs> Do rangers not get a multi-attack? Uh, slipping my mind at the moment. I feel like you should, but I'm, I'm not 100%. I mean... At 5, you should. You yeah, should I thought five. you guys got it at level 5. Uh, uh, it's yeah. quite possible... Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, do. you do get two attacks. You do. So, oh. if you want to go ahead and roll your second attack, if you plan okay. to do a second attack. Yeah, I'll fire two arrows, so I'll okay. roll for the second one. With advantage. And this time it's an 18. No, not okay. for the second. So, he's firing at the figure, oh, so it's too far right, out. That is right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, both will hit, so if you want to roll your damage. Okay. Uh, that is an 8. Okay. And a three. All right. Perfect. Uh, do you want to do anything else with your turn? Uh, no, I'm just going to hold position and see how it reacts. Okay. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to slow it at all. It just continues to lumber towards you. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, after you would be Romanos. All right. So I'm still in like the thick of the guys right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I able to see the bad guy, the big, big dude? Yeah, I mean, Sephron's already, or Sephron or Gil, uh, whoever I can't remember now who saw it first, but. Whoever did see it, point it out to everyone else. Okay. Uh, uh, one, I can't remember. Uh, if Even if I move like a little further for, forward, mm-hmm. is that uh, does that take out of the action turn, or could I still do an No, your, your movement does not take up your action. Your action okay. and your movement are two separate things. So okay. you can move, and if you only move part of your full speed, you can then take an action and then move again up to the rest of your remaining speed. Perfect. Okay. Um, I guess I will, like, swim up a little bit above the floor, you know, just above, uh, above you know, some of these undead and right. whatnot. Uh, I'll go about an extra uh, 30 feet closer to okay. the dang thing. Which and is your full movement, correct? 
Um, unless it's going to be less. No, no. My, I mean, you my, guys have a, a swim speed of your normal speed. Well, mine's 40. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I couldn't remember. It, um, so, am I within 60 feet then of the dude? You've already been within 60 feet. Yes. All right. Perfect. Well, I still wanted to do that. So, um, I'm going to cast uh, Sacred Flame on him. Okay. That's not incendiary as well. That's, uh... Is that also Radiant? Yeah, it's Radiant. Uh, okay. So he's going to make a uh, Dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. So it's going to be 2d8 because it's at 5th level now. Nice. So. Well. Or, yeah. yeah. So it's not cast at 5th level because you don't have 5th level spell slots, but you're at 5th level, which increases... Because it's a cantrip, right? It says when you reach fifth level. Right. Uh, so it, it's a cantrip doesn't ever get cast at a higher level. What it is is when you reach fifth damage. level, the damage automatically increases. So it's always going to be a cantrip. It's always going to be that level zero. You can't be like, I'm going to use a fifth level spell slot on this cantrip. No, I know. I'm so I'm saying. Right. It's, no, it's I, I would just say that. Yeah, it's two d eight though. So yeah. So, yeah. Again, I'm, uh, 15 nice. okay all right there's 15 on that and then I look over then so I think we just went over this uh, I then look over at at uh, uh, Gail here seeing that he Gil. took or Gil yeah that he took a bit of damage and I'm gonna do uh healing word yeah. as a bonus action to him so because that is a cantrip and then yeah yep spell, yep so yep so that's one uh, again sorry i don't yeah. have everything out it's just kind of cramped right here <laughs> so uh what what is your healing word you say to him is it just one word uh -huh. eh, a short phrase get heals dickhead <laughs> Oof. Is that a one? Yeah, but then um, spellcasting ability modifier, so that would just be plus uh, six then, right? Because it's only uh, well, it'd be your your modifier. So yours is wisdom, right? Yeah, yeah. So so, so it's wisdom plus proficiency. No, not okay. Yeah. Okay, then just four. All right. Okay, so just four then. So Gilly, you get healed for four damage. You dickhead. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So, Romanos, as you cast your sacred flame and uh, quickly are bitching out your party mate to heal him, mm -hmm. this flame lights up this form that's a, a little bit out towards the edges of your all's perception. Um, and I need... I guess whoever has the best history skill to make a history check. I mean, I'm plus one, but otherwise we're pretty right. dumb. Minus one. Does anyone have better than a plus one to history? Is it plus your proficiency plus your intelligence? If you're proficient in it. 
I have jack of all trades, which lets me put half of my proficiency into it. Okay, so it would be half so, of your proficiency plus yeah, your so ability. Yeah, so that would method. be one and a half plus two, so three and a half. I don't know if you round that up or down. Uh, it's always down. Yeah. So I have plus three to history. That's, okay. that's the other question. Sephron, do you happen to have any better? Uh, no. Okay. No, I do not. So, Gil, go ahead and roll your history check. 16 plus 3, so 19. Nice. So, you recognize a fire giant is the form that was just lit up by this radiant flame. What's a fire giant doing at the bottom of the goddamn ocean? It's a great question. Is it the same fire giant that we hit from earlier? Negative. It okay. definitely looks different. His hair's totally different. This one has a mustache. Does he got a mullet? No, this one has a mustache. Oh. Like, like Ron Jeremy mustache. That's hot. <laughs> That's a hot way to live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, after Romanos, it would be Gil. Everyone, there's a fire giant in the ocean. And that's where I... we're going to... No, go ahead. Looks like Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy mustache. I have a feeling that he looks like somebody named Ronis Jeremias. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be an NPC. It is. Please have that be. Who says that's not the giant's name? <laughs> we just got to persuade him to be on our side. We called him old three-leg Ronis. <laughs> it's a tripod. <laughs> no, he was a centaur, but he was missing a leg. <laughs> I don't understand why you guys are laughing. Uh, this is a very serious matter. Okay, uh, I don't really know what to do against Fire Giant in this situation because Fire Giant shouldn't be allowed to exist in the fucking ocean. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, I literally am not sure what to do. Probably uh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would Elias do? What would Elias do? Yeah. He'd fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, first uh, first he would get high, then leave. He'd leave and get high at the same time. and be, he, it, Trust me, it works. Fuck. Um, what does Tasha's hideous laughter do? Because I have that shit prepared. Uh, it's like a psych damage. Fuck. Yeah. Spell. It does psychic damage for sure. Uh, can giants take psychic damage? Are they that smart? Well, only one way to find out. Oh my gosh, why are these pages stuck together? <laughs> are you what in the, the third edition oh. monster manual near the nymph? Shh. Or the I dryad? No, no, no. Excuse me, sir. It's three and a half edition. Oh, yeah. 3.5, oh. yeah. Don't you forget it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's let's try this. Uh, let's try this. Uh, the wait. I don't know if it's gonna work or not. <laughs> but we should try Tasha's hideous laughter. Okay. So, a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Wait, I'm probably not within range, so I'm probably going to have to swim towards it. How far away is it? 
you you swam forward, correct? Swam up and forwardish. Yeah, a little ways. Like I'm uh, kind of floating above the horde in my head. Yeah. What what is the range of it? Thirty. You could you can get within thirty feet of it. All right, let's do that. Let's go within thirty feet, and then I'm gonna try and catch Tasha's hideous laughter on this on this on this thing. Okay. So, a creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if this spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. At the end of each of its turn and each time it takes damage, the target creature must make another wisdom saving throw. It has advantage on the throw if it is triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. Okay. So. And uh, you said what? It, what's the saving throw for it? Uh, I don't have my saving throw written down because I didn't plan on using spells this much. Uh, what is and your? What's your proficiency and your spellcasting modifier? Proficiency is three. Spellcasting modifier is what? Wisdom. It's, it's charisma. Yeah. Oh, charisma. Oh, yeah, it's charisma for Barth. So it's four and three. So seven. Okay. So that's pretty decent. And you said it's a wisdom save? Wisdom save, yeah. I need to write that down. Oof. Four and three is seven. Okay. Um, and what, again, what happens if they succeed? If they succeed, it just doesn't, nothing happens to it. Nothing at all? No damage? Nope, nothing. Okay. So, uh, since you're kind of like a, a comedian bard anyway, I imagine... Yeah, okay. What, what, well, kind of. Like, you make a lot of jokes. Like, what do you say when you cast a spell? Uh, hey, giant. What the farmer say whenever he lost his horse and cart? He just groans. Ugh. Where's my horse and cart? And it's just silent. Tough crowd. Romano <laughs> says, boo. Shut the fuck up, Romanos. <laughs> I healed you for this shit? Fuck you. And that's well, how tried. that's how Gil became the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> My goal is to become Calendar Man. <laughs> okay, well, I tried, so uh. that's the best I got. Okay, so Gil, you you cast this spell, and uh, like you said, it, it's a tough crowd. Uh, doesn't seem to have any effect on this giant. You can't tell whether it was actually because it's just a humorless, emotionless being, or uh, if your joke was that bad. But as your punchline just receives this silent treatment. After about 30 seconds of nothing, everyone just kind of like looks around awkwardly. This deep pulse surges through the water surrounding you. And you hear, Mortals, how dare you disturb my realm? And that's where we're going to end. That's the should have, joke, should have made a joke about the ocean. <laughs> Why are there fish at the bottom of the sea? 
Because they dropped out of school. Huh. Huh. No? No? Jonos laughs. <laughs> Jonos doesn't actually laugh. Jonos just says, Jonos laughs. <laughs> All right. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening.